Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. Then this is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. F Tom Brady. You know what? I take it back. TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Are you trying to go hunt now? All right, welcome in to Hour 2. This is Up On Game, and we are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. It's TJ Hushmanzada, Plexico Burris. I'm LeVar Arrington. Uh, we got a lot to get to in a little bit of time. We're going to bring Cuffs on, Cuffs the legend from some dude show. Um, in the next segment, we'll talk some basketball. But, guys, let's get into this whole Eagles-Cowboys Sunday night game. There's a lot riding on this game. Tons of storylines, MVP talk, you know, Jalen Hurts, uh, uh, Dak Prescott, NFC East. This will determine and dictate pretty much who who the – the big dog is in the NFC East. What's your guys' take? What's your angle on this game coming into it? Like, what's the biggest storylines? What are you looking for to come out of it? Plex, you got it. Uh, you know what? 
you know, looking at the Philadelphia Eagles and, you know, the game they had late, last week, uh, you know, I was saying that the Philadelphia Eagles are, you know, mo- were the most complete team in all of football, and I still believe that. But I just think uh, offensively what they faced last week, Dallas doesn't have that type of offense that, that they saw last week. So uh, nobody's re- nobody's talking about the uh, about the addition of Shaq Leonard uh, from Indianapolis, who was who, who was. Do you a, think uh, he can be a factor for him? Thir- first? You know, he's a first team, three time first team All Pro man. So I don't know what happened with him in Indy. Obviously, Nick Sirianni was on that staff in Indianapolis and knew that they needed some 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 run stopping ability. He, he's he's along the talent of a Hassan Reddick, which Philly already has, but. Uh, you know, Dak's been playing his best football of his career. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Five straight wins. Um, he's pretty much on Philly, you know, in the last 10, 10 games. But I think last week for the Philadelphia Eagles, that was the best thing that could happen to them moving forward. To, to, I think that San Francisco game got their antennas up, and they've gone back to the drawing boards of them being still being the best team in football. Listen, they still control their destiny. They just have to stay one game ahead of the San Francisco 49ers, which I believe that they will. And and for Dallas, this is a must. This is a Super Bowl for Dak Prescott. It's the game that he needs to win if we want to consider him as being that top three elite quarterback in this league because history has showed us. He's a great regular season quarterback, and when he gets to those games, those big games that Dallas has to have, he has his worst performances. And I think this game tomorrow night is going to say more about him and this team and this franchise and where they're headed if they can win, if they can compete for a Super Bowl. It's a must-win game for for Dallas, Dak, Mike McCarthy, and this organization. But I think Philadelphia tomorrow night. They're going to go down to to, to Dallas, and they go, they are going to play their best football game because they got a rude awakening last week against the San Francisco. Huh. This game is interesting. You know, playing in Philly the first game, Cowboys they lost a close one. Um, through the what was it, fourth and goal or fourth and eighteen and. He throws it to C.D. Lamb. He gets 17 yards, something like that. Gets tackled just short of the uh, first down marker, just short of scoring. But the Cowboys are playing much better football now than they were then. And the Eagles aren't – the Eagles have won a ton of close games this year. Is Jalen Hurts healthy? The back end of this Eagles defense has been – that's been their liability. That's been their weakness. Teams are taking advantage of – the secondary of the Eagles. And it's what Plexico just said. Dak Prescott is playing great football. For the first time, we would probably say in his career, a real legitimate chance of winning uh, the MVP if he can continue on the path that he's on. The Eagles, after last week, the 49ers are a tough matchup for anybody. But the Cowboys aren't the 49ers. But they still present a ton of problems. Like, if I'm going to pick a winner. And, and I'm going to say the Cowboys are going to win this game for their psyche. They need it more than the Eagles. They, and now the Cowboys win it. We're looking at the Eagles as having home field advantage 
And that may now not be the case. I mean, you may not even be the two seed. And so this is why football is the greatest game in the world because the, over the course of the season, things can change. Is Jalen Hurts healthy? Now, can Jalen Hurts will him to victory? He's done that so many times this year, um, just willing his team to victory. But that secondary for the Eagles, they they need to step up because the way the Cowboys are controlling games and it's really Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb, will they be able to take him out of that? But if I have to pick, I'm going to say the uh, Dallas Cowboys win this game. Hmm. You know, when I look at the Eagles, I, I, the first thing that jumped out at me was their inability or their lack of commitment to the running, you know, running attack. You know, Jalen Hurts ran ran the ball more than, you know, than Swift did. Swift ran six times. Jalen Hurts ran it seven times. To me, that's not Philadelphia football. Like you're not going to throw first and run, run last, run after. They need to work to establish the run, and that was where they went wrong, I believe, with with uh, with San Francisco. And then on defense, they gave up too many explosive plays. I mean, they were right there in the game. They were only down what three points. They were right there in the game with what to me is between the Eagles and and the 49ers, those are the two best teams in the National Football League. They're in that game until they start giving up those big plays on defense in the second half of the game. So I look at the Eagles and I say, get back to running the ball. Like Jalen Hurts is still recovering. Give him give him the time he needs to to recover. Give him give him the opportunity to recover in games and don't run him as much. And and find balance in the passing attack. And and they do have to they have to get more pressure on the quarterbacks because their secondary can be had in in Philly. Now as it it applies to to the to the Dallas Cowboys, when I look at them, their defense is playing lights out. I mean, they had a little bit of a, a challenge, especially um, on the outsides with with Seattle, with with Lockett and with Metcalf, and and they were still able to to come out on top and and do some good things. Michael Parsons, to me, outside of Miles Garrett, is the defensive player of the year, um, and and really looking at the way they have found the balance on the offense, Dak is playing at an MVP level. I just I wonder, does this game determine? Who wins the the MVP? I mean, I know Lamar Jackson is probably in the conversation. I know Patrick Mahomes is probably in the conversation. But I'm thinking to myself, does this game, and it probably defines itself more maybe for Dak Prescott than it does for Jalen Hurts, but does this game determine if Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts wins the the MVP award? I think it's a big game. It's that big of a game. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I really think it is. I, I mean, I think it's that big of a football game more for Dak Prescott than it is for, for Jalen Hurts because, I mean, we're sitting here talking about the, the Eagles still have the best record in all of football. And yeah. they go out and win this game tomorrow. Dallas is going to be, be the five seed, and there's no way that, that they can win the division. Philly wins this game tomorrow. They have, they have already wrapped up the NFC East because their last three games is two games against the Giants and one against the, the, the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> so they understand the significance of this game. And, you know, Nick Bosa went on the record this week saying, like, listen, uh, I think we, did, we gave the blueprint to stop, you know, Jalen Hurts, making him run outside and not the B-gaps. 
trying to pretty much give Dallas the recipe to shut down Jalen Hurst because they want to be the NFC. They want to be the NFC, you know, number one seed because they don't want to have to go back to Philadelphia and play them again in the NFC Championship game. So that is one of the main reasons why I think Philadelphia is going to. When this game, listen. When the when the season first started, and 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 uh, DeAndre Swift came up with that two hundred yard rushing game, I said, "Man, listen, if Philadelphia Eagles can continue to run the football like this for the rest of the season, they're gonna be tough to stop." Mainly because of what Jalen Hurts is able to do, and with Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. But I think Nick Sirianni fell in love with you know the way Jalen Hurts was playing. And, and A.J. Brown with the five games, 130-plus yards, and five consecutive football games. And, and Devontae Smith kind of got lost in the, in, in, in the action. I think they need to go back to running the football, establish the running game, and institute Devontae Smith more within his offense because you still have two number one receivers out there. And that is one of the reasons why I think tomorrow – because Philadelphia is going to play a complete football game, running and passing, and Jalen Hurts cannot continue to hold on to this ball in the pocket. He's going to have to make a decision. I know he's one of those quarterbacks. He likes to hold on to the football to try a, a, a tactic, using against the defensive line to tire him out. But, man, you're hurting your team when you're holding on to the ball forever. Make a decision. Get out the pocket. Throw a pass, whatever you got to do. But don't be the reason why you lose this game tomorrow holding on to this football. Mm, that's flexible burst right there. Is he, is he healthy? I don't, I, don't, I don't think he's all the way healthy. I don't, I don't think he is. So, And I think it looks like it's something he's going to just have to deal with, you know, for now. But, I mean, we'll have to see. I don't know. He could be, but it didn't look like he was. So that's Plexico Burst. That's TJ Hushmanzada. I'm LeVar Arrington. We're going to talk some Lakers, Pacers. They're in the end-season tournament final tonight. We're going to talk some other stuff. We're going to bring in Cuffs the Legend on the other side of this break. NBA analyst and some dude show on Up On Game Network. All right, it's Fox Sports Radio, Up On Game. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. All right, Santa Claus is coming to town. Well, before Santa gets to you, we're going to get our next guest up in here. My man, our man, Cuffs the Legend, NBA analyst, some dude show, you know, on the Up On Game Network. Let's bring in my man, Cuffs the Legend. All right. We don't. Okay. All right. Don't we have imaging for this? No, okay. All right, wonderful. Well, we know Santa Claus is coming to town. We do know Santa's coming. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, let's just play this the best way that we can right now, guys. Let's, let's talk Lakers and Pacers in the season tournament finale uh, tonight. Like, in y'all's opinion, your estimation, has there been uh, – I mean, has this been a success for the NBA? Absolutely. The the way the way guys are playing, the intensity that they're playing with in December, you know, and uh we, we never really see this. A star has been born in Tyrese Halliburton. And, and so for me, absolutely, absolutely uh it's been a success because the guys, you see the intensity. It's different than what we've seen in the month of December to start the NBA season. We just haven't seen guys play with this type of intensity. And so I'm going to say absolutely, but more than anything, everybody knew uh, Halliburton was a good player. Man, this dude a superstar. He won, the, he, hmm. he won the top ten players in the league, and I don't know who you knock out, but he in there. All right, well, listen. Take a listen to this sound because when you hear this sound, that's this is what it means. Cuffs the legend. Now it's time to check in with Cuffs the Legend from Some Dude Show podcast on Up on Game presents. Cuffs is giving you his spicy takes on what's going down. Hope you can take the heat like LeBron. And now here's Cuffs the Legend. It's go time. Cuffs the Legend. All right. Now we can get going. Now, 
we can get started. Cuffs, yes. we appreciate you making it into the show, man. You heard what TJ, I'm sure, was was saying about uh, the the NBA play-in uh, tournament. Well, not the play-in, but the, the season tournament, the end-season tournament. Lakers and Pacers are going at it in the final tonight. Has it been a success? Man, I think it's, it's been a huge success. Like, I'm seeing so – I'm, I'm down here in Vegas right now, man. There's Laker fans everywhere. Nice. Laker fans everywhere. Nice. I, I've seen a couple Pacer fans, but uh, like I said, it has been a success, man. Tyrese Halliburton, like TJ was saying, bro, he is becoming a star. Like, I'm loving his pops. Have, have y'all seen how his dad has been on the sideline just enjoying the moment, seeing this kid become a star? This kid was he, – he said it in high school. He, was, he wasn't ranked in high school. He wasn't one of these McDonald All-American kids, and he stepped right in. He's one of the top point guards, if not the best point guard in the league right now. I'm loving it. But tonight, the only Tyrese that I know is the Tyrese from Baby Boy because it's all Lakers tonight. <laughs> it's all Lakers tonight. Oh. Like Tyrese, Tyrese, I love Tyrese. You know, he follows me on, on social media, but I don't know that man tonight. It's all about Braun tonight. <laughs> man, you know what, man? The crazy thing that I've been recognizing about this in-game tournament is that first, when the NBA announced that they were going to do it, the play, the player, players wasn't having it. It was like, man, we yeah. don't play yeah. no end game tournament. What is this? And now they throw a little money, they throw a little cheese on top, and now everybody is giving a a hundred percent effort. But what I don't like about it is, you know, the, you know, the Lakers play, they playing hard. They, you know, they giving all of this energy that we haven't seen from them. And then Darvin Ham goes on the on the you know on the interview and says, you know, the players understand the bag. What you mean the bag? Man, these dudes making 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 million dollars a year. An <laughs> extra, extra 500 grand going to make them play this hard? Come on, I think, man. I think, I, think, I think what it is, that 500K, like you say, in the grand scheme of things, you got guys making 20, 40 million a year. So that's like pocket change of those guys. But on the flip side, Plax, you have guys who are on two-way deals, G-League deals. Like those guys are not making that salary. So these OGs, they want to help their teammates get that money. The Pacers have several guys on their roster who are nowhere near max guys, max deal guys. So if they win it tonight, it's a huge incentive for those guys to get that five hundred smack, that five hundred thousand smackaroos. Like that's a lot of money for those guys. But I think more importantly, for like LeBron's standpoint, his standpoint, this is like a legacy thing because this is the first one they've ever done. So don't you want to be the first winner to ever do this, to, to win this tournament, like to have your name on the trophy and say you're the first to do it? And the most impressive thing I've seen from the Lakers' standpoint is everybody's buying in. Like Christian Wood is out of the rotation right now. And you saw crazy. him on the sideline. Yeah. You saw him on the sideline the other night when LeBron drew the charge and LeBron was on fire in that first quarter. Christian Wood was celebrating on the bench like Cliff Levinson for the Bulls back in the day. Like, so that tells me, <laughs> yeah, that tells me that tells me that everybody is buying in on the Lakers. You know, Coach Ham, he still got his hands in his pockets like always. But I just want to see the team come out tonight and match that energy because the Pacers gonna bring it tonight. Those guys are hungry. They want to they want to spoil the show. It's a lot of Laker fans in Vegas, Pacer fans. You know, Tyrese Halliburton. Miles Turner, those guys, they want to spoil the party. Lakers already got a party planned tonight. You know, I can't disclose the location, but Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, he, you big time. You wants, got the invite. Like, he wants to, he wants to cancel this party tonight. 
But like I said, the only Tyrese that I know is Tyrese from Baby Boy. So I'm, I'm with the Damn. Lakers tonight. I think the Lakers going to cruise tonight. Man, all them people, oh. man, they more concerned about the 500 k and the fact that the game is <laughs> happening in Vegas is no state taxes. I can, can I say this real quick? <laughs> Speaking of Vegas, Zion Williamson, my brother, Zion Williamson, you got to stay away from the buffet, Zion. Stay oh, no. away from the buffet. No, That's no. where I was going, oh, Cuffs. No. That was my next question. When I'm watching this Pelicans and Laker game and you see Zion, as young as he is, be as big as he is at this age, Obviously, there's a lack of commitment on his part to be the best player that he can be. What can be done? Because he's going to put on weight as he ages. If you don't have a commitment to be the best player that you can be at this point in your career, where do the Pelicans go? Because obviously, their message isn't getting across. Where do they go? I think the issue with Zion is Zion grew up in a rural town in South Carolina. He played against no competition in high school. You saw the private schools he played against. So he was always so naturally gifted and a physical freak of nature. So when he got to Duke, it was some competition, but he dominated in college. He's never been pushed. That's my point. He's never been pushed. Now he's in the NBA playing against the greatest players in the world. LeBron is outplaying you. LeBron is out, about to be 39 in a few days, and he's outplaying Zion, who's like 24, 25. I just think the game has always came so easy to Zion, and now he's facing guys that's really pushing him, and he's just out of shape. He don't seem to have that motivation. And I, I just want to see what the next step is. I agree with you because that Pelicans team don't really have a leader. Like Brandon Ingram's a nice talent, but he's not a leader. He's not a vocal leader. So who's going to be that veteran well, to push Zion? Well, Brandon Ingram came out and said he's always been the best player on every team he's played on. So I disagree with that. But uh, this Zion Williamson thing, man, I'm saying to myself, if I'm a professional basketball player, how can I let something so small yeah. have have a profound effect on my career moving forward? I cannot be that dis- 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 disciplined to, you know, stop eating and to get in shape and lose weight to, to been arguably been, being one of the best this. players hey, in Plax, the league. Plax, you, TJ, LeVar, y'all all played in the NFL. Y'all played in New Orleans. Y'all know the seasoning down there on that chicken is different, man. You know it's a different type of seasoning down there on that food. Stop it's that. Hard, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard to resist stop that. But that. I will say, I will, I will say this. I will say this about Zion. The last thing about Zion is LeBron James is showing you the blueprint. All you got to do is reach out to LeBron. LeBron has the best trainer, Mike Mancia. Shout out to Mike Mancia. That's who you should be getting the cheat code from, Zion. You got to want to train. Yeah, you got to want it. Like, everybody knows to a certain degree, I need to do X, Y, and Z. But are you willing to put in the work? Because, man, listen, there's no simple. Hard work is really hard. Like when, Man. do you want to put that work in? Do you want to sacrifice certain things to get where you need to be? It's and some easy. people they aren't willing to do that. It's easy. Yeah, the word I, the word I, is 
the word is intrinsic motivation. He doesn't have intrinsic motivation. And everybody don't have that. Like I just came from working out in the hotels, and I don't play sports at all no more. I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally, <laughs> yeah, tell him, Rick. you know, I'm totally tell out of the game. But it's like yes. you got to have that in your heart. It's like you're right, you're right, TJ. You got to have that intrinsic motivation. And I don't think Zion has it. Man, I, I just don't understand. If I can't look myself in the mirror and say, "Man, listen, if I lose twenty pounds, I could always be the best player in the world." In the world, he, he's floating around that, around that, you know, level. And if you can't look yourself and be committed to that, then you know what, his career is gonna be what it is. But but uh, I do have to agree with you on one thing. That season down there in New Orleans is different because I mean, let me tell you something. That Bourbon House, they got a mean ass hush puppy down there. Let me tell you that. Got a mean hush puppy. <laughs> Them beignets do be hitting too, Cuffs. That is Cuffs the Legend, NBA analyst, expert, some dude show. Make sure you check him out on Up On Game, Up On Game Presents, and on his YouTube channel. We appreciate you coming in as always, Cuffs. Enjoy the evening and uh yeah don't don't let nobody know you had too much fun at the private laker party man hey yo last thing d'angelo russell bring it tonight we need d'lo to show up tonight at least 15 points from d'lo at least go 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 paces oh here you go go. there you go that's cuffs the legend hey let's get our uh final update from isaac lowenkron i thank you lavar we start with college football indeed today oklahoma quarterback dylan gabriel announcing he is transferring to oregon so big news in college football however nothing equivalent in major league baseball today because shohei otani still has not decided yet however fellas that is indeed still not stopped. Alleged sightings of Otani all over North America today from being spread on social media. Are you ready for the latest alleged Otani sightings? Yes. We start with Tyler from Pittsburgh, who posted, quote, yes. just saw Shohei Otani at the Giant Eagle supermarket in Verona picking up a loaf of Mancini's Italian bread. He's signing wow. with the Pirates, unquote. Not, not bad. Wow. Are not you bad familiar spot. with the Giant Eagle supermarket? I am. Man, I I'm certainly am. Up. And that Mancini's bread. Gotta have it. That's yeah. right. Meanwhile, That's right. meanwhile, a contra- ah. a contrasting ah. a contrasting report from Andy who posted, quote, Uh-oh. just saw Otani at Hamburger Hut in Las Vegas ordering the wings. Unquote. Hey, Alo. Yeah. Man, where where, where Otani gonna go, man? Do you you a Dodger fan, Alo? The, these people are telling you where Otani is going to go. He's going everywhere. Hey man, all this secrecy, man. I don't even know if I want him on the Dodgers, man. You doing all this secret uh, stuff, uh, bro? Like sign with the team and let's go, bro. Not, like what you doing? You're not the first man, person. Man, the man got a time travel machine. By Let the, him do his thing. By the way, does anybody know why a place called Hamburger Hut? has wings on their menu if they're called hamburger hunt anyway derek from seattle tweeting i just saw otani at pike place market he caught a king salmon one-handed without spilling his coffee and said soon i will be able to do this every day and speaking of los angeles finally guys kayla from los angeles posting quote it's okay, guys. Otani came through the In-N-Out drive-through today, and I slipped him an extra double-double to sign with the Dodgers. Unquote. By the way, do you guys find it interesting that all these Otani alleged sightings all seem to involve food? They do. That is interesting. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Hopefully not. That is interesting. Yeah. I, I, I do tell you. I do, I do. I do tell you one thing about one of these sightings. If he can catch one of those salmon with one hand. 
That's something I've never seen before. Without man, that's uh, not easy. Those are big salmon. Without spilling his coffee, by the way. In the NFL, the uh, Steelers. I try to catch fish. <laughs> I'm telling you, Pike Place Good. Market. Good. Yep. Gotta watch. Go. Gotta watch for those flying fish. The Pittsburgh Steelers Fly announced today: fish. star pass rusher T.J. Watt is in concussion protocol. The Cleveland Browns have elevated quarterback Joe Flacco to their active roster for Sunday's game against Jacksonville. The Chiefs activated linebacker Nick Bolton from injured reserve, and the Rams elevated place kicker Mason Crosby from their practice to squad to their active roster for tomorrow's game at Baltimore. Never a dull moment during free agency time, fellas. Back to you. Oh, Appreciate it, Isaac. Enjoy your day. They got my Pittsburgh Steelers uh, playoff chances going down the drain. There you go. Well, mm. you know, I don't know yeah. that they were. It happens. Well, we'll I'm going to leave that one alone. And let's, let's talk about a little football. We got a little bit of time. Let's talk a little football here. Uh, the Bills are rallying around Sean McDermott's defense. Um, they're rallying around to defend him after uh, the odd 9-11, you know, and a, what is it, antidote came out or whatever. So wh- I, I'm still trying to, like, fully understand what McDermott did that caused, like, such the, the, fu- uh, the what is it, the, the ruckus. Um, wh- I, I'm... I'm are you guys like how how into it are you guys like how how much well, do you guys I'm in, I'm into it one, I'm into it 100% because I live here. Okay, can can you clear so, it up like clear this all the way up. So what happened was back in 2019, you know, he was, you know, in a team meeting speaking to the team and he referenced the uh the attacks of 9/11 for the terrorists um, you know, being a team, and that's how they orchestrated what happened on 9-11. And he used that as a motivation to his team to bring his team closer. Okay. Yeah. And this happened back in 2019. Why is this surfacing now? We have no idea. Obviously, one of the, one of the guys that was on the team back in 2019 leaked it to somebody else. And now this is the topic of conversation here. Uh, surrounding Sean McDermott of how you could use one of the most horrific, tragic events in, you know, modern U.S. Day history and correlate it to football. And he's – it's absolutely wrong. But because now you're talking about like 3,000 plus people lost their lives in this event. And everybody remembers exactly where they were on that day. And – not only for, you know, the people that passed away during this, all of these, uh, what happened, and, and for the families that are, that are still grieving over the loved ones that they lost on this day, to, to, to try to make that event coincide with anything outside of life, it has no, 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 uh, no relationship. Because you're talking about this event and you're you're putting it in the same lines of a football team, you know, being a team and playing together, and it has no bearing on what those people went through, and it's still the grieving families of that day, and you try to relate it to football. It was a bad it was a bad choice. It was a bad decision by him, and I don't even understand how he could reference this to 
for for anything because it, it was a, a tragic moment in, in 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 history. But to a game that we play, and I remember canceling that week of football, and you know how emotional that 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 next week was when we stood on the sideline and all those flames poop, like flew over the stadium. Like we we were so we were so far removed from it, and you would look up on that you you were standing on that sideline during the Star Spangled Banner and grown men as we were as young kids. Like everybody had tears in their eyes because of how emotional uh, 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 for it was for us to honor everything that had happened during that event, and you want to use that those, those terrorists and everything that happened to bring your team together, it has no relationship to anything sport-related other than what that day meant for everybody in this country. He, so he, how do you think it should be handled? He it happened in 2019. How you guys think it should be handled? I mean, exactly. It happened years ago, and... He he made a mistake trying to it doesn't, make John an analogy. Gruden got in trouble. John Gruden got like, in trouble for stuff that happened years before. Yeah, but this but is that, this, this is this, this is totally this about is email. completely different situation. What Gruden did, well, it was completely different. Like Sean McDermott made a mistake. He tried to give an analogy of terrorists and their teamwork and football and their teamwork. There's no comparison with that. You, you can't do that. The fact that. This happened in 2019, and we're in 2023, and we're just now hearing about this. Somebody is now wanting to see Sean McDermott fired or something. Because why is this just now coming out? This happened years ago. Hey, why? It may be a disgruntled pair that, that he may have cut. It, it could be a coach. It could be a player. Like, this happened in 2019. You don't mean to tell me there's been it players that's been cut. That when it happened, TJ. No, my whole point is. My if whole it happened point yesterday is, or if it happened no, my four whole or five point years is, ago, if there's somebody no relevance. is bringing this up now, the question is why would they bring this up? Why would they bring this up now? It was a bad analogy. Very simple. But this happened so, so, you're, so, so you're many saying, years ago. So you're saying that since it happened in 2019, it doesn't really matter. No, what I'm saying is if it happened in 2019, why are we just now hearing about it if many people felt? Because we know us, why, but it doesn't matter when it happens. It, it, yeah, it does matter when it happens because somebody seems like they have an axe to grind now with McDermott. That's why it matters. Well, he's not but going it doesn't away. do away with it, it, the fact says, that he said what he said. No, though. right. No, he's not going to be fired because of it. Who, who said it uh, eliminates the fact that he's y'all the ones trying to put those words in my mouth. I never said that. I'm not, I'm not putting no, that's what you, in your no, mouth. No, 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 no. Pause, my that's what you I'm guys are saying. insinuating. No, no I'm my not. whole point is whoever leaked this to the media, which is Tyler Dunn because he's the one that broke the story, what was your incentive to do this? Right. Why? That's all to I'm get him saying. Up out of there. You, know, you know what? We had this conversation. We had this conversation earlier this week. We had this conversation earlier. Man, this we week. ain't got a break. We gonna keep talking. Yeah. We had this conversation earlier this week about you know Aaron Rodgers on the on the McAfee show, and the whole thing about uh, if Zach Wilson is asked to play, he said that he wouldn't play. 
And then he goes and says, listen, this is an organizational problem. Like somebody And that came in, from some, some, somebody's, somebody's leaking information. Somebody's trying to assassinate Zach Wilson's character. Somebody's leaking information. It's an organizational problem. Yes. It's not an organizational problem. It's Aaron Rodgers' problem. Because everywhere he goes, all of these things are, getting re- are happening. But what I'm getting back to is with everything that happened within a team meeting or in a locker room, like it stayed in-house. Man, you got so, certain players, Plex. You and I both know this. All three of us, they going to talk. You got certain coaches, they going to talk. They going to talk. You got certain people on the team, whether it's coaches or players, they are going to talk. They going to run their mouth. And, and so the comparison was uncalled for. Like, to me, I don't even know how you correlate the two. But There is no correlation. Let's talk about wow. this when it was first said as opposed to so many years later. Let, let's talk about it then. Why now? Oh, because Buffalo's not playing up to their expectation. Why now? And, so you I know, other the conclusion uh, is it happened. Somebody wants him out and he ain't going nowhere. And it was shady for who did it. That's the conclusion. But I think it was a big deal. But I, I, I would say is that is that a fair conclusion? I believe that's a fair conclusion, but I believe, yes. Is he going anywhere? No. Oh, next year, next year, his seat, uh, he going he, he gonna to be living <laughs> in the desert next year. That's how hot his seat going to be. If the, the Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. don't do damage they, 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 they the rest of the season, next seat, he in the desert. He on the hot seat. That's TJ Hushmanzada. That's Plexico Burris. This is Up On Game. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll wrap the show up on the other side. All right, it's Fox Sports Radio. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Of the year. All right, welcome back in to Up On Game. We're live from the Tyrac.com studios. It's TJ Hushmanzada, it's Plexico Burris, and it's me, it's LeVar Arrington. Shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you missed any of today's show, just be sure to check out the podcast, all right? Just search Up On Game wherever it is you get your podcast from, and be sure to also search Up On Game wherever it is you, well, Up On Game presents wherever it is you get your podcast from, all right? So you'll see it. It'll post soon, and the show is over uh, as soon as we get off of the air. So before we go, before we get up out of here, I want to ask you guys, we talked earlier about the college football playoff and and what our feelings were on that. Interestingly enough, Georgia gets into a, a situation of playing Florida State, and Florida State's in a situation of playing a team that is, to me, one of the top four teams in in the country. How big is this game for Florida State? I mean, don't you think, like, people will try to say people opted out or whatever, but it's a pretty big game for them to win, right? It's a big game for Florida State. Um, they not going to win. <laughs> How they going to score? They couldn't score against Louisville. But, but what not, if they do win? They're, they're, they're not going to win? win. They're not. It, what, if, what if I hit the lottery? How I ain't going to hit it? They not going to win this game. They now, if Georgia, the game. if Georgia has a ton of opt-outs, they have a chance. But See, I'm sure there we Florida, go. So, but I'm so sure Florida State may that, have Does their win get diluted well. now? Florida Does State their may, win get diluted down if they have opt-outs that don't play for Georgia? Oh, yeah. I mean, a win is so, a win, but it would they wouldn't have won if Georgia's best players play. So, That's going to be so the narrative. Let me ask you a question. Based off of what you guys just said, that made me think. Will the committee moving forward make make the choice of putting teams in the top four if certain players are already saying that they're not going to play in the game? Will that be a factor moving forward for the national championship? Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't this the last year of four teams? Yes. Right. It's and the last so, four teams. Okay. And so, so now so, okay, it, it's so getting expanded. If, if if USC was in the top four and Caleb Williams has already came out and said that he wasn't going to play. That would wouldn't happen. College, would the committee put him in, in no. USC in the top four if he wasn't no. playing? No, I, I don't believe so. But no, no top player would say they're not going to play if they're playing in the college football playoff. And, and that's what's going Why on. Why wouldn't they? Just, just because they're playing in the in next champ in the, in, the, in the college football? Yeah, one hundred percent. If you have an opportunity to play in a college football playoff and win a national championship, we let me just say this: we haven't seen a player do it. It hasn't happened yet. I don't believe it would happen. But if it were to happen, now that opens everything up. But we we haven't seen a player do that yet, and I don't believe we will ever see that. Hmm. Well, we hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. That is T.J. Hushmanzada. I am. With my man Plexico Burris. And yes, LeVar Arrington. Yep. So anyway, 
Listen, you got Jonas Knox coming up next. Make sure that you stay dialed in, locked in. You know, what What you do with the rest of your day, you know, just have a great time, all right? For us, you know, continue to enjoy your holiday season. Be safe out here. Do something nice for somebody else other than yourself, all right? We'll talk to you later. Up on game. All right, Fox Sports Radio. All right, well, we'll talk to you later, uh, Plex, TJ. We're up out of here, man. <laughs> Peace, yep. man. Enjoy your weekend. Happy, happy, just been one happy of them weekend shows. to everyone. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com.